Thanks for joining us and supporting Vikido Fitness. We ask for your continued support by becoming an It's All About Health and Fitness premium member. Go to www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join. Again, that's www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join and register for a $6 monthly subscription. And remember, keep listening, sharing, and checking us out. The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we revisit a heart-healthy eating plan, the DASH diet, dietary approach to stop hypertension. The DASH diet is the most researched eating plan there is. Research has shown that eating this heart-healthy eating plan, which focuses on plenty of fruits, veggies, and whole grains, can lower your sodium intake and help you to maintain a healthy weight as well. All of these factors can help you improve your blood pressure. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now, here's your host, Vicki Doe and D. Banks-Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Haywood-Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. Virginia D. Banks-Bright. How are you, D? Hi there, Vicki. How are you, Burr? I know. It's cold, right? Burr. Seriously. Seriously cold. Yes, yes, yes. It is. It's been in the teens, and we have had to truly hunker down. <laughs> we have really hunkered down. I mean, this pandemic and now this weather, it's just over hunkered down. It is over hunkered down. You are so right. It is over hunkered oh down. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. no. Yes, yes, yes. But we shall be okay. It's supposed to warm up next week now, hopefully. Okay, well, we shall hopefully bank on that because I'm, I, like oh, you said, bank on that. Yeah, like you said, we don't do code too much. <laughs> I, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Yeah, we don't not do, do cold. Oh. No, we do not do cold. That's it. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to our show today. This is episode 197. I decided to That's count. Possible. Isn't that something? I decided to count because it is getting close to 200 episodes. Oh, wow. Isn't that something? Amazing. This is episode 197. And so today we talk about heart healthy eating. And this is Heart Healthy Month. And we cannot lose this opportunity to talk about heart healthy eating. So we are revisiting the most researched eating plan and that is the DASH diet. The DASH, that's an acronym, D-A-S-H. It means dietary approach to stop hypertension. And so research has shown that high blood pressure is a risk factor for cardiovascular disease. And in fact, hypertension is the most prevalent cardiovascular disease. And the American Heart Association estimates that approximately 73 million plus Americans age um, 20 and older are hypertensive. And so research has also shown that we can improve our blood pressure and have optimal numbers. That's blood pressure of 120 over 80 or lower through healthy eating, regular exercise, proper medications, and weight control. And so we are revisiting the DASH diet eating plan, which focus on foods that lower our sodium intake and help us to maintain a healthy weight as well. And so this is going to be an important show today. And I can't wait. We can't wait to start. Right, D? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Looking forward to it. It's time for us to revisit it. It's time for us to definitely revisit it. So make sure, folks, make sure you go to our resources page, vikidofitness.com forward slash resources, and there you will find products and services that will be helpful to you as you embrace a life of health and fitness. Now, we have a variety of items on our resource list for you to check out and try. We have Reebok, Warby Parker, Polar, iRemedy Healthcare, the Right Stuff, Right is spelled W-R-I-G-H-T. That's a medical supply online, a medical supply place online for caregivers. We have Arta Tea on this list. For those of you that love tea, go check it out. My Lab Box is there. You know, they got all kinds of FDA-approved tests that you can do right in your home. You can take these tests to know your numbers, to know your status, all of that. And what's so cool about My Lab Box is that you get free consultation with a physician to talk about your results. So check out My Lab Box. We have ecolunchbox.com. That's a website that has all of the um, environmental friendly type containers and lunch boxes and all that to put your food in and enjoy. And we have much, much more on our resources page. But let's talk about yogadownload.com. Yoga Download is the premier online destination for downloading, streaming, online yoga, meditation, and fitness classes. Yogadownload.com has been online since 2009, and they offer 1,700 plus classes taught by professional instructors. Make sure you go to our resource page, our resources page, vikidofitness.com forward slash resources. And remember, when you use any of the affiliate links to buy any of the products and services on our resources page, you are supporting us here at Vikido Fitness. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Well, D, like we said, it's a lot of ice. The degrees are in the yeah. teens. We got windshield factors, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. And the power went out. The power went out. You, I was out of town. You texted the bank very much and told me about the power going out. That was a hot mess. That was a hot mess, the power. Yeah, because I was talking to one of my daughters, I think Natalie, about 10 and then 1030. Uh, I said, you know what, let me go and get some stuff done. And boom, uh-huh. the lights went out. Really? Yeah, you know how we always change. We pay our bill. You know how the first thing you go, hmm, did I pay my bill? Absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's like, did did I pay my bill? And so that's the first thing. Sure. That's the first thing. And then. And that's why now in the winter, that's the first thing I try to make sure that I pay before anybody else pays. That gas and electricity. That's a hot and water. And water. So I make sure. And so I was like, no, I, I always pay my bills. So then um, I looked up the street and you can tell, even though it was gray outside, I could tell that you couldn't see any lights in any of the folks' oh, wow. homes. So I called in and yeah, they were, they were telling me, oh, it's not going to be probably on until one. Now it's 1030. It was some kind of pole that was down. Yeah, it was a pole that was down. Yep. Didn't you see um, the mayor? He came on Facebook. I, I saw him a couple of times. Tito. Yeah, Mayor Tito Brown. Yeah, he came uh-huh. on a couple of times, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. But it, it came on. I'm glad he did. I mean, to be honest with you, you know, now is not the time when you're running for mayor to have issues with power outage, snow removal. That's the best way to, for people to remember what you did or didn't do. So you needed to get out there in front of that story because, you know, in this, it's like it was outside. People can't afford to have, and, and, it, was, and it was also lower outage. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it wasn't was, a bad storm. Uh, it, was, it wasn't a bad, bad storm. It was a telephone pole or something. And, and the telephone pole, and this is also dangerous, it controlled all the power for all those people whose power was out. That's dangerous. That is dangerous, isn't it? All mm-hmm. that, that one pole control 
I don't know how many people they said were affected by that power outage. That's a problem. That's a problem. You're right. So that's good that he did come on and talk, right? He did a couple of times. Yeah, he did. I saw him a couple of times on Facebook. Yeah. So kudos to him. And yes, we did get so our kudos to him. Yeah, we got our power back. Yeah. <laughs> and it came back on about one o'clock. About one o'clock. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that that's over with because that is not cool when it's cold and teens, you know, look look at Texas. Look at all the problems they're having. It's terrible. I mean, these people were not expecting this, and they're angry now because of the grid situation. It's kind of like, I guess, they all, you know, people have to understand. I mean, not like I'm some kind of engineer or something, but the climates are changing, Mm -hmm. and old grids that you have that are controlling power and stuff like that. I think people are going to have to really sit down and reassess because people in Texas, like we were, it wasn't funny, but we were kind of chuckling. I mean, at first it was fun. Kids never seen snow and going out and sleds and stuff like that. Well, now after about three, four, five days, it's not funny anymore. It's not funny. Mm-mm. And the same thing happened in North Carolina. They were without power for four, three or four or five days. You know, and elderly people like my mom got a call and her power was on, but it affects so many people. Plus, the fact down in Texas, you know, they're not familiar with. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to bring your grill inside, and people are sitting in cars. And they've had an enormous number of people. Well, I don't want to say enormous. Let's say a lot of people that have come into the emergency that they brought into the emergency room carbon monoxide poisoning because that's what happens. So you know, people sit around with, you know, trying to they get heat and no ventilation, and then. Know, carbon monoxide is odorless, tasteless, and then the whole family dies. How many times have we heard of those situations? I know, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's something. It's something. Here we go. You know, I thought the groundhog. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I said, well, didn't the groundhog? Did he didn't see his shadow, or did he see his shadow? No, I think he he saw his shadow within another six weeks. Okay. Last year, I think last year was supposed to, but he, you know, that fool is always wrong. Talk to Tony Field needs to go back somewhere, because that fool is always wrong. He's always wrong, right? I mean, he's always wrong. He needs to go somewhere and sit down. He needs to go somewhere, because I was like, okay, what did the groundhog do? Because, uh... <laughs> We've been bamboozled. We've been bamboozled and what they say and run up hoodwinked. Hoodwinked and bamboozled. We've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, and run them up. Run them up. (laughs) 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 Oh, yes. So, how was your week then, D? It was good. I, I had to work, but, well, I was off last weekend, but some good news that, that I wasn't able to talk about a lot. I was considered for the Biden-Harris health equity team this past, well, last week when I, I heard that I was nominated. I was nominated by the Society of America okay. as their sole candidate to be on the health equity Biden chaired by wonderful young woman, Dr. Marcella Nunez from Yale. I cut, but that's okay because, um, well, I just sort of looked at it like, you know, wasn't my time, but plus the fact it was an honor, like the Academy Award kind of thing. It's, it's an honor just to be nominated, you know. Yes. So, uh, but the good news is that I am the chair, co-chair of the COVID Task Force for the Link, and next week I get to do a one-on-one interview with Dr. Marcella Nunes, which is actually even better than being a committee member, because as a committee member, she might never have any contact with me. With I don't know how many people are on that committee now, over 20. Okay. This way, I get a one-on-one with her, so she'll know who I am as well as I'll be able to talk to her about the impact of COVID-19 on the African-American community. So I'm looking forward. Okay, that sounds good. Congratulations. That's cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Because we saw it. We saw it, and we were posting it on social mm-hmm. media. We saw it on, mm-hmm. on the TV as well. Yes, yes. Yep. Yeah, I think I got a nice little note from Natalie. Oh, did you all? Yes, yes. That's nice, that's nice. The soon-to-be Dr. Natalie Doe. Dr. Natalie Doe, yes, yes. 
Kathleen Doe, yeah. Uh-huh. What is going on this week? Vicky, we can finish the show on everything. I know. Isn't it a lot of stuff everything. going on? Oh, my goodness. Everything. This week was jam-packed. Yes. And remember, last week when we talked about Mary Wilson of the um, Supremes, we didn't know they hadn't put out what she had died from. and no. so, so it's um, heart disease complication. So oh. she died in her sleep from hypertensive arthrosclerotic um, cardiovascular oh. disease in her home, in her oh. sleep. Yeah. I thought that was important to emphasize, most especially since this, yes. is, this is hard health month. We talk about this all the time on this show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because I guess she had had a heart attack years ago. And so she had been dealing with that um, heart disease. Mm. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that I put it out there, you know, how she had died and, and it was from heart disease complications. I don't know how, whether she was or was not, but in any case, it makes you understand you got to stay on top of your health. You got to be your own advocate. You got to be your own. creeps up on you like renal disease, and then all of a sudden you look up at your labs are abnormal. You haven't really had any symptoms. Right. So that's why you have to, you know, me included, everybody needs. And what has happened with this COVID pandemic is that it's caused a lot of people to neglect their other health. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder that, you know, other things are happening other than COVID-19. That's it. Very sad. So, you okay. know, again, just emphasizing. What we talk about all the time. Know your numbers. Know your numbers. That's exactly it. We, we talked about Texas for a minute, and it says more than 3.4 million Texas customers without power as extreme hmm. coal throttles electrical system. So, yeah, they're having this devastating storm, winter storm, and now it's crippled the power grid in Texas, and now we got all these folks this morning, 3.4 million outages mm. on Wednesday morning. Was that this morning's statistic? That was this morning's statistic. Wow. Yeah, that's the latest. Isn't that crazy? That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Wow. So lack of, uh, as of Wednesday morning, yep, lack of power has created a widespread emergency with families huddling in homes or cars without heat. They got burst water pipes, failing water systems, and gasoline shortages. Oh, my Lord. And so one lady, Barbara, she said, we hope the power comes back soon because we are running out of firewood. And she's a suburban Houston home, had been without power since early Sunday. And she told mm. CNN on Tuesday this. Yep. I saw one uh, cup, one family on CNN. They had two little boys, and then the wife pregnant with a third child and they were trying to keep it there was no heat in the house they were trying to keep warm it's tragic it's tragic yep it's tragic you know and i can understand people not wanting to leave their homes come back home heights bursted and you know there you are with massive destruction of your house that's terrible that's very terrible so we hope that they will get their stuff together. And I'm hoping, yeah, people are angry. It's time for FEMA or somebody to come in there. You know, federal government to step in. I don't know if Texas is asking or stuff, but, you know, it's getting, it's getting to be a, and it's eventually going to be a public health crisis. You know, if they start the fact with the COVID thing, you know, who knows what the impact of that's going to be with all of this. I know. They're going to have to open up some shelters. They're going to have to get these people out of these homes run around and find these elderly people and so forth and so on. This could be like a Katrina. I know. That's what we're looking at in Texas. Yeah, we were talking about, between you and I, we were talking about Herb Washington. We know him. Yeah, we know him. Herb Washington from Youngstown, Ohio. He's a retired baseball player, but, but since he retired from baseball, I think he played with the Oakland A's at one time, but... Since he's been retired, he has built the largest black-owned McDonald's franchise operation. And I remember many, many years ago looking in Black Enterprise, and they were talking about the top 100 black businesses. And Herb, HLW Fast Track was 
always in there somewhere in the midst. So, uh-huh. you know, he's been a formidable person in the community and black community in terms of his McDonald's franchise operations. But this doing McDonald's and his lawsuit comes amid an exodus of black owners from the world's largest franchisor. Herb Washington, a former Oakland, oh, there it is, Oakland A's player, built the country's largest black-owned McDonald's franchise operation, filed a lawsuit Tuesday accusing the fast food giant of systemic racial uh, discrimination for its pattern of steering black owners into restaurants in impoverished neighborhoods that yielded less profit, targeting them with unequal assessment that made it harder to renew their contract, then pressuring them to sell to white owners. Washington, who's 69, owned 27 McDonald's restaurants in New York, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. I think he owns some of the McDonald's on the turnpike, bitch. Yes, he does. I think so, yeah. During his four decades as a franchisee, but alleged that the company began a campaign to drive him out in 2017 in retaliation for speaking about the predatory, racially biased, steering practice against black franchisees. Today, he owns 14 restaurants, he said, having been forced to sell seven stores in the last three years alone to white owners. McDonald's is targeted for extinction, Washington said during a Zoom press conference from his home, appearing in a gray suit, black tie, before a painting of Muhammad Ali knocking out this. It took every ounce of him to succeed against the incredible and unfair odds that McDonald's forced on me. Washington that he's suing to end McDonald's two-tiered system where black owners, black owner operators cannot be as successful as white. There's a system for them and one for people who look like me. He said many black franchisees left McDonald's broke because of that system. The lawsuit filed in federal court in Ohio McDonald's hypocrisy, joining corporations, releasing statements proclaiming black lives matter while it has done nothing to change its own internal policies that perpetuate systemic racism by disadvantaging and squeezing out its black franchise owners. McDonald's responded to the lawsuit by blaming Washington for his business challenges. This situation is a result of the years of management by Mr. Washington, whose organization has failed to meet many of our standards. You know, we're not taking Size. We're just giving the giving what is out there in the public eye. Uh-huh. Many of our standards on people, operations, guest satisfaction, reinvestment. McDonald's said in a statement that restaurants have a public record of these issues, including past health and sanitation concerns and some of the highest volumes of customer complaints in the country. The company said it invested significantly in Washington's franchise, helped him sell restaurants as part of its business improvement plan and offered him multiple opportunities to address the concerns. Washington said McDonald's recent investments amounted to just $6 a day per restaurant to help narrow the gap between his sale and his white counterpart. Washington's lawsuit comes amid an alarming exodus of black franchises from McDonald's and widespread allegations of racial bias. Last fall, 52 black former franchise owners sued McDonald's setting them up to fail, mm. despite the company's public commitment to racial equality. So this article goes on and on. It says, the decline in black restaurant owners accelerated after Steve Easterbrook and Chris Kimbinski became president and chief executives of McDonald's Corporation and McDonald's USA, according to Washington's lawsuit. Black franchise ownership had dropped in the last decade in 19. 19- 98, there were 377 black franchisees in the McDonald's system. According to the lawsuit, now there are 186. These numbers are not a coincidence. They're a result of McDonald's intentionally racist policies and practices toward black franchisees, Washington's lawsuit alleges. And then McDonald's said the company has seen a reduction in the total number of franchise organizations across all demographics in recent years, and that the overall representation of black operators remains broadly unchanged. And lastly, black senior executives who objected to the company's policy suffered swift retaliation, the lawsuit said. During Easterbrook, 
and Kenzensky's leadership, the number of black executives dropped from 42 to 7. Well, as my cousin Ellen Conley, who's a judge, retired judge, says, there's his story and there's her story. Somewhere in between is the truth. Okay. So somewhere in between. Oh, we'll have to follow this. We'll have to follow this. You know, I mean, you know, we all know that there are probably a lot of truth to what Mr. Washington is alleging based on past practices of other corporations. But we'll have to, like I said, there's her story, his story, and somewhere in between is the truth, and it's in the federal court. And um, we'll have to see how that takes out. We shall see, right? We shall see, yes, yes. So thanks for bringing that up, Vicki. That was important, and that's probably going to be very important, you know, since he's from Youngstown and really impact, you know, a lot of the black owners to see what's, what's, what is really going on. What is really going on. What is really going on, yeah. And, and he's been, that was written in the Washington Post, but he's been on Roland Martin's show, and uh-huh. yeah, he's doing the circuit. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So we shall see. We shall see. Well, we, we, we got all these people that have come and been a part of the Youngstown community. I know. Yeah, we got we got uh the plastic surgeon, Dr. Obang. And yeah, tell me about this, because I followed it tangentially. What happened with the glue? Did she put that on as for her weave? Uh, yeah, she put it on some somehow on her hair. I don't know what she was thinking of, but it turned out to be. Yeah, what what was she thinking of anyway? I, I don't know. Right. Right. So she put this gorilla glue. You know the glue. kind, uh-huh. the kind that they put on tile and cement. You know that kind. Yeah. Oh yeah. She gonna put that on her hair and her scalp to you know to hold down her um hair and. Then she realized that it wasn't gonna move anywhere, and so uh. she she got on TikTok. She was was telling folks that she had been washing it and it, it didn't, it wasn't coming out. And then mm. th- that's when it went viral. And so she's a Louisiana woman. It went viral. Uh, Doctor Obang he decided to volunteer and do plastic surgery because. After she had been going to the ER and and they they were trying to give her stuff acetone to try to get it out, it was burning her and stuff. And so he decided that he will pay for the procedure. It'll be free. And so what he did because he has he was telling TMZ that he has a chemistry background. They just started putting compounds together to see how they could, uh, and then they had a wig with the regular human hair, you know, black hair, and they put the glue on, and then they were putting solutions to figure out what solution would get the, you know, the glue out the hair without taking the hair. And he used some, mm. he used something plus a little bit of, I think, olive vera he had in there, baby oil, something. Mm. Yeah, and it came right out. And so then that's when he volunteered mm. Yeah, for her, what was her name, Tessica Brown, to come to Beverly Hills. He paid for her her plane ticket and all that. And they perform it using this chemical treatment that that they put together, and it went well. And she she ended up being able to comb through her hair. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so that's what he did and bravo to dr obang yeah he's a hero right he is you know he always has had someone he was here in youngstown i don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. every year he would go to kamati in Mm -hmm. ghana Mm -hmm. to free plastic surgery work to individuals that had cleft lips palates and all that stuff he's always had a social responsibility edge to himself and then of course you know as you know because you guys are probably more friends with him than I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went out to Beverly Hills and he became, I think, the, yeah, the top top plastic surgeon. Isn't that right? Uh-huh. Yeah, they call him the top black yeah. Beverly Hills surgeon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah big yeah. time. Yeah, so he's made a name for himself big time. Yes, he has. Good for him. Good for Dr. Obang. Good for him. And, yeah, we went out there and visit his practice. And Natalie, man, she was just... She was just excited 
because you know oh wow yeah it's it's very nice and so kudos to him and kudos to him and he's always he's like you said his foundation and where they go back to Ghana, it's called Restore. Yeah, so he's he been- goes to Kamasi, uh, Ghana. And a lot of people that I talk to who don't even know him, who are from Ghana, know about what his, you know, the things that he's done in Kamasi. Yeah, big time. Akwati, but mostly Kamasi. Big time. So kudos to him. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we still got to get him on the show. Yes, we do. I say even more so now so he can explain to us. Oh, so now, yeah. He can explain to yeah. us the procedure that he did and all that. Kind of stuff. Yes, yes, yes. What's the latest then, D? You got the latest. Well, just a couple more gossip things. Megan and Harry announced they're having another baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm announcing that only because we did go to the wedding. Yes, we did. Here in the United States, we did go. So I'll see that right there. Um, they're having a baby. And they're getting interviewed by Oprah in March. So I'll just see that right there. Okay. And then Serena Williams. Yes. For that grand that will take her ahead of it. Steffi Graf that she's trying to get ahead of or No, it's the other she passed yeah, she passed Steffi Graf, so now it's the next so one. So who is she trying to pass now? I can't remember her, but it's it's one more. Cause she passed she got one more grand slam to make where she will have surpassed everybody. Yeah, she would have surpassed everybody. And yeah. So tonight at ten o'clock, whatever time that is in Melbourne, Australia. Mm-hmm. He will be meeting Naomi Osaka. Yeah, and that's going to be... Another sister girl. Another sister girl, and that's going to be great. I can't wait. That's going to be a fabulous, fabulous match. So I am looking forward. I'm going to set my alarm so that I don't do the usual D-Banks fall asleep and miss everything. <laughs> I will be watching. You will be watching. That's so cool. <laughs> I will be watching. So that's the latest. And then finally... We're still looking at rollouts of vaccines. We still have a significant portion of the African-American population who has not been vaccinated compared to the white population in in multiple states. They're just now collecting up data. So we still have to continue to follow this. The Biden Health Equity Task Force, of course, is working on this. But part of the problem, as I have said, this has not been a centrally distributed kind of things. As Biden said last night on his um, town hall, unfortunately, he has no control over what the states do. So there you have it. Right. In a nutshell. That's it. Said, I don't have anything to do with what the states do. So there, you know, since it's not from the top, states are doing whatever they want to do. So I'm going to leave that right. That's it, right? And what happens is people, people end up being... You know, they fall through the cracks. Absolutely. They fall through the cracks. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe. I just wanted to break in for a quick second and introduce to you the sponsor and creator of this show. It's the company I own, Haywood Doe Consulting Co., doing business as Vicki Doe Fitness. We are a health and wellness consulting company that specializes in designing and implementing medically integrated applied exercise physiology-based fitness wellness programs, initiatives, events, health promotion, and health education for special populations such as older folks, children, adolescents, overweight and obese individuals, cardiac rehab, women's health, and those who have chronic diseases. We have a team and network of healthcare professionals based out of Northeast Ohio, and we've worked with many companies, schools, churches, and organizations. If your goal is to transform your life by taking a holistic approach to living a life of health and total well-being, get in touch with us at info at To find out more about our on-site and online programs and services, go to vikidofitness.com. And now back to the show. Well, today we're going to talk about our heart-healthy eating. We are revisiting the DASH diet eating plan, and the acronym for DASH, D-A-S-H, means Dietary Approach. 
dietary approach to stop hypertension. And so this heart healthy eating plan has been researched the most by um, health experts, including physicians, nutritionists, scientists, and dietitians. And so it is said to be the most user-friendly eating plan out there that focus on foods that are low in sodium and will help reduce high blood pressure. It will also help you to lose weight. And so we're going to talk about more about this eating plan right now. Most of you have heard me talk and I always talk about when I talk about either healthy eating or diet and exercise, I always say, you know, there's a reason why we do this. And we do this because um, cardiovascular disease, according to the American Heart Association, NIH, and CDC is still the number one killer of Americans. And as African Americans, we are at greater risk for heart disease, stroke, and other cardiovascular diseases. Black women, as black women, we tend to develop heart disease at an earlier age and have the highest mortality rate from heart disease of all women. And so that is why it's important that we do all that we can to address this problem because they've found out with research that it really boils down to lifestyle changes that needs to be implemented to reduce the risk and deaths, um, premature deaths, of cardiovascular disease and stroke. That will definitely include how we move, exercise, and healthy eating. The research says that, and you know I always say this, 80%, approximately 80% of cardiovascular disease is preventable. Most chronic diseases that fall up under there, you know, high blood pressure, you know, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, all of these things that affect our cardiovascular system, uh, renal disease, that includes all of that. Most chronic diseases, they're actually 80% preventable. 80% of cardiovascular disease is preventable. But the first thing we need to know, we need to really know our numbers and look at the risk factors for cardiovascular disease. Guess what? It includes risk factors. They include overweight and obesity, physical inactivity, diabetes, especially type 2 diabetes, cigarette smoking, high blood pressure, high blood cholesterol, of course, your family history. You got to know your family history. And then your age plays into the risk factor. The older you are, the higher your risk for cardiovascular disease. However, the most important thing for us to get out of this whole talk is the importance of lifestyle habits. So according to the American Heart Association, a healthy diet and lifestyle, exercise, healthy lifestyle are the best weapons to fight cardiovascular disease. And so together with with uh, exercise, healthy diet, of course, you're going to avoid another behavior. And we talk about that smoking. Please stop smoking, folks. <laughs> right, Dee? It's just such a nasty habit. I, I'm just still baffled by people that still smoke. Yeah, stop smoking. That's another behavior to avoid and an important lifestyle habit that we need to stop because if we just concentrate on exercise, our healthy diet, and not smoking, it will have definitely a major impact on our health. Knowing your numbers is important. And we're going to be talking about the DASH diet. And why is that important? That diet is, is, is the focus of that diet is healthy eating, but particularly on making sure that what you eat, you are lowering your sodium intake because that has an effect on your blood pressure. But first, you got to know, you got to take care of your numbers and know your blood pressure. You got to know 
what your blood pressure is. And you can lower your blood pressure with a heart healthy eating plan. Research has shown time and time again, particularly the DASH diet and regular exercise. And so, yes, hypertension, the most prevalent cardiovascular disease, and the American Heart Association estimates that approximately 73 million plus Americans age 20 and older are hypertensive. That is why it's important that we pay attention, know our numbers. The experts, especially when we talk to Dr. Nathaniel Doe, who's not only a kidney specialist, but he's a hypertension specialist, hypertension specialist as well. We should, yes, 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 yes. We should focus on making sure that we keep our pressure at 120 over 80. That is optimal health. Those are the numbers or lower. We have to do that because why? High blood pressure increases the work of the heart. It hardens the, the, the walls of your arteries over time and can cause the brain to hemorrhage. That leads to stroke or even kidneys, you know, can, can really, because kidneys, you know, they're full of blood vessels, right? The kidneys need to work properly. And so high blood pressure will affect your kidneys as well over time. And so if it's not controlled, high blood pressure can lead to kidney disease, stroke, and blindness. So the thing is, the most important thing is for us to be proactive, know our numbers, and keep our optimal numbers through healthy eating, regular exercise, proper medications from our physician, and weight control. What are we going to do? Well, guess what? There's research that has shown that the DASH diet is an important eating plan that we should all embrace because the DASH diet includes foods lower in sodium. And research has shown that eating these foods that are high in salt, high in sodium, over time increases our risk for getting high blood pressure. We also should think about the DASH diet because, and we'll talk more about the DASH diet and the foods, following the DASH diet not only helps you to lower your sodium intake, but to maintain a healthy weight, right? And that along with exercise at least 30 minutes a day, you are well on your way for having that optimal um, health outcome and if you have high blood pressure for controlling your pressure. All right, so what is the DASH diet? Well, it is dietary, this is an eating plan dietary approach to stop hypertension and it's focusing on our sodium intake per day. Now, Research has shown that most Americans consume far too much dietary sodium. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, men and women consume between, listen to this, 3,000 and 4,000 milligrams of sodium per day. Ooh, that's a lot. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. And so with the DASH diet, you're choosing foods with less sodium. Um, You're also preparing your foods with little or no salt, added salt to that. This helps to lower blood pressure. And the aim, especially you're being heart healthy, the DASH diet is considered a heart healthy diet. And so your aim is to eat no more than 2,300 milligrams of sodium per day or 23 grams of sodium per day. Reducing daily intake, if you're strict and falling, a heart-healthy diet, you want to get even down even further to 1,500 milligrams of sodium per day. That's desirable. And this will lower your blood pressure if you are hypertensive even further. If you can't meet these goals right now, reducing your sodium intake at least by 1,000 milligrams per day definitely can benefit your blood pressure. 
Okay, so what's the diet? What is the DASH diet eating plan? Well, we got fruits, we have vegetables, fat-free or low-fat milk or milk products, whole grains, a lot of whole grains, fish, poultry, lean meat, lean poultry, beans, seeds, nuts. And when we look at this, fruits, vegetables, all of these grains contains less sodium. Stay away from a lot of sweets and added sugars, you know, beverages containing sugars. You want to have in this DASH eating plan less fats and red meats than the typical American diet. Now, this heart healthy way of eating is lower in saturated fats. That's why there's, and I'll read that, go through that with you. It, it tells us exactly if we're going to do lean meat, how many ounces we are to have per week. So this heart healthy way of eating is lower in saturated fat, trans fat, you don't have that, and cholesterol. And what's so important, and this is what causes and this diet, this is what causes you to not only lose weight, but to have a heart healthy diet, because if you're increasing your intake of fruits and vegetables, it will be rich in nutrients associated with lowering pressure, blood pressure. So what are the nutrients that are associated with lowering blood pressure? Potassium, magnesium, calcium, protein, fiber. Let's not forget about fiber. And that's the whole grain, but also your broccoli, also your celery, those type of fruits and vegetables. Let's look at an example. Suppose you're doing a 1800, well let's let's do a 2100 calories per day. Then you can have 6 to 8 grams of whole grains. We talking about whole grains now, not a bunch of bread and nope, nope, nope. Don't be pulling it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said we can do 6 to 8 <laughs> of you know. No, 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 whole grains, grains, right? you know, quinoa, you know, that kind of stuff. Vegetables, four to five servings, right, per day. Now, suppose you're doing a 1,600 calories per day diet. Vegetables, three to four servings. Fruits, four servings. Think about it. How many servings a day of fruits and vegetables do you actually have? Now, we look at the milk, milk products, fat-free or low-fat. If you're doing a 2,100 calories per day, you're doing what? Two to three servings per day or less, two to three, okay? Lean meats, let's talk about lean meats, poultry, and fish. Now, here's the deal. You are doing ounces. You're doing servings, you know, six or fewer, right? Ounces, lean meats, three ounces, okay, if you're 1,600. You know, and we always tell people too, if you really want to advance your heart health, then try picking at least one or two days per week where you concentrate for that all your eating plan, you know, all your eating plan, your your meals and all that, you concentrate on having plant-based food for that whole day. You know, that even increases your wellness and increases your heart health. All right, so lean meats, just three, three ounces, maybe three to six ounces, 1,600 calories. Fish. And right. Vicki, I might add that people need to figure out how to measure those portion sizes because you, somebody might look at three ounces and it really is eight. So, you know what I mean? So Right. And they, they need to make sure that they have those portion sizes accurate. There's portion sizes, yes. And there's a thing that I teach, too, when I talk about portion control. You know, we'll say a deck of cards or we'll say, you know, your your fist, a balled-up fist. That, that helps measure. Or, you know, some people really measure it out. But portion control is very important for any eating plan that you are on, right, D? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yes. So nuts, seeds, and legumes, three servings per week if you're on a 1,600-calorie uh, diet per day, four to five 
you know, per week. Um, if you're 2,100 calories, healthy fats and oils, two servings, 1,600 calories per day, 2,100 calories per day, two to three servings. So if you're going to do fat and oils, you want to do healthy fats, omega-3s. And now, listen to this, sweets and added sugars, if you are doing a 1,600 calories per day, zero. There it is, folks, zero. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Zero. If you're on a 2,100 calories per day, you might can do maybe five, but definitely fewer than that per week. And then you have to figure out what you are eating when it comes to sugar. Yes, because added sugar is not good as well, causing inflammation. That's a whole topic by itself. That's the DASH diet eating plan where you have more fruits and vegetables. And we're talking about the whole foods. Get the true nutrient-dense apple, bell pepper, all of those things. And that will be a part of your DASH eating plan, heart healthy. Now, with this, and I always like to, to add this, life modifications that you can do to lower blood pressure. Now, check this out. Physical activity, because we cannot forget about if you add your exercise, exercising at least 30 minutes a day, doing aerobic exercise, and all of that, that added to your heart healthy eating does wonders to your range of blood pressure reduction. So let's look at um, physical activity. The recommendations, regular aerobic exercise, you know, you're doing brisk walking, you do that, then guess what? Approximately your systolic blood pressure reduction, that's the top number, it can go down five to seven millimeters per mercury. So five to seven points, guys, just honing in on physical activity, okay? Now, look at dietary salt reduction. The recommendations would be to reduce your dietary salt intake. How does that affect your systolic blood pressure reduction? Two to eight. Isn't that crazy? That's That's amazing. Wow. It goes down. It goes down. Now, let's look at the DASH eating and... What are the recommendations if you're following the DASH diet? You are eating a diet rich with fruits and vegetables, low-fat dairy products. You got reduced intake of saturated and total fat. You're doing more healthy fats. Guess what? The DASH diet will take your reduction, your range of your systolic blood pressure, 8 to 14 notches down, millimeters of mercury. Isn't that crazy? And if you do this consistently, you can see results. If you start today, you can see a change. We always encourage people in about two weeks. (laughs) That's That's how quick that can happen. Weight reduction. If you lose weight, now you're probably going to start losing weight if you are eating healthy or heart healthy diet, following the DASH diet, physical activity, rate reduction, you will maintain, the recommendation would be to maintain your normal body weight. That means staying in that BMI of 18.5 to 24.9, that range. Your range of systolic blood pressure reduction, if you, you know, are hypertensive, it can go down 5 to 20 notches. Of um, So 5 to 20 millimeters of mercury per 20 pounds that you lose. Wow. So the key is, what do we tell people? How can you lower your blood pressure if you are hypotensive? Well, one thing you can do is to start that DASH diet, follow that plan, and start exercising that will cause you to start losing weight like you should. And the weight loss combined will kick your systolic blood pressure even down further. 5 to 20 notches, millimeters of mercury, that's that's your systolic top number per 20 
pounds. Isn't that great? Wow, that's great. And then, last but not least, looking at lifestyle modifications that you can control, and that would be moderation of alcohol consumption. Limit consumption to no more than two drinks per day for men and no more than one drink per day for women. And if you do that alone, your blood pressure will go down two to four millimeters of mercury, and that is looking at the systolic pressure, blood pressure, and that will be the top number. So yes, there are things that we can control. Of course, some of the strategies for success would be to start a food log, you know, because a lot of times we underestimate what we eaten. No question. (laughs) question. Like I said about portion control, no question. Right. We underestimate what we eat. And so record. No question. Record what you eat and how much. And then add a serving of vegetable per meal. Because a lot of times we're not eating enough. There is a nutrition drive, a eating initiative, healthy eating initiative, that we really should be trying to eat six, eight, or nine servings of, of um, vegetables per day. That's a lot of fruits and vegetables. Yes, try to add an extra serving of vegetable with your meal, your lunch, or dinner, or have a vegetable snack. Pack um, celery sticks, carrot sticks, uh, cherry tomatoes. I eat a lot of cherry tomatoes. I love those. Yes. Me too. Yes. Eat healthy fats. You know, the omega-3. We're talking about nuts and seeds as snacks. Okay. Uh, Fat-free yoga. Unsalted plain popcorn can be a nice snack because of the fiber, right? Don't be grabbing those chips and pretzels and all those snacks that are that are processed because they're typically they're typically will be high sodium snacks. Refrain from that and add a serving of fruit with your meal as well, you know, and have that as a snack. Make sure we always say use whole food. So fresh apples, orange cuties, you know, strawberries. Use canned or dried fruits or vegetables, but you got to make sure you get the ones that says no added sugar or no added salt. All right. So these are some of the strategies for success. Limit your meat to six ounces a day. And if you're going, if you hunkering down even more so. (laughs) (laughs) to uh you know where you are doing your 1600 calories or you are trying to be strict on your heart healthy eating you're going to try to go down to three ounces okay three ounces of meat and choose more fish or definitely less and less red meat okay try eating more vegetarian meals we always say try to at least pick two or three days out of the week where you're plant-based eating for that day. You're plant-based eating. Yes. You know, and this will add to your heart-healthy eating. Make sure you read the food labels. We always talk about reading the food labels, right, Dee? Yes, I do. I try to do that all the time. Not maybe 100% of the time, but I say over 50% of the time I'm looking at my labels. Over 50% of the time, yes. At least over 50% of the time, absolutely. Yes. So uh, read the labels. Choose products that are low in sodium, sugar, and fat. Stay away from processed foods that tend to be high in sodium, sugar, and fat. Here's what, D, you've been saying. Eat smaller portions. Yes. Yeah. Portion control. Portion control. Cut back on serving. Eat out of ramekin. You know what I tell people? Well, I have ramekins all over, and I eat out of those small ramekins okay. that will help you with your portion control. Remember how I remember when we started this many, many years ago, we started talking about getting a plate, you know, a paper plate. <laughs> I did weight watching one time, and you make little circles, you know, about portion control. But we're not talking about piling it high and deep, though. No, no. <laughs> 
everyone, when you talk about that, we're not talking about high and deep. We're not talking about oh. piling your plate high and deep, no. No, right. <laughs> so ramekin might help, but not to the extent of piling high and deep. That's exactly it. So you, you, you cut back on your servings. You stay away from sweetened beverages. Drink a lot of water instead. You can do homemade flavored water with various fruits in it. And you want to, to get optimal results with this, you're going to add in physical activity at least 30 minutes a day. Even if you're, you're getting up out of your chair and you're walking in place as you watch the news, you know, or you're doing your jumping jacks. There's a lot of things you can do right at home or even more so go to vickidofitness.com and look at some of those exercise videos that we have on our website. In order to get optimal results, heart healthy results, add physical activity to your regimen. So the DASH eating plan, this is a healthy alternative for reducing your blood pressure. It helps with your weight loss goals as well. It's a sensible diet that you can realistically follow for the rest of your life. You can do this diet. It's very user-friendly. You can do this diet for the rest of your life to achieve health benefits and quality of life. It can definitely be a lifetime commitment. That is it. I would encourage all of you guys to, you know, if you have more questions and you want to start really thinking about your heart and your health, this is Heart Healthy Month. Make sure you consult with your healthcare provider. Ask them to ask your physician or your healthcare provider to refer you to a registered dietitian so they can do a meal plan, help you with your meal plan and all of that. Have them do that because that's the best way to go because a nutritionist, a, a registered dietitian, they've studied food, they've studied nutrition, nutrition as a science, you know, exercise physiologists, we've studied exercise as a science, you know, Yes, and I have my background in nutrition. And so when I look at nutrition, I'm looking at it from a science standpoint. What, what we say, evidence-based. <laughs> exactly. It's no philosophy. It's a lot of philosophies out there on how you should eat and exercise. But there's only one true exercise is science and nutrition is science. And so I want to encourage all of you, if you want to find tips and guidelines on nutrition go to eatright.org that website is is founded by the academy of nutrition and dietetics so it has all of the evidence-based science information on nutrition science and all of that recipes and like i said you can always go to our website vikidofitness.com and look up recipes and all of that as well. We are definitely heart healthy on all of our things. Listen to our podcast show, all of that. We are proactive and we want you guys to be proactive about your health and start today. So what do you have to say, Dee, with all of this? <laughs> well, I think, you know, first of all, I'm really glad that you did it. You know, as I was saying to somebody the other day, you know, summer's coming and the coats are going to have to come off and the big bag pants and all this stuff that we have had on. And hopefully with the vaccines, a lot of this will be coming out more. But it's amazing how small incremental things that you can do can have great effects. Yeah. So what you're telling us to do some things is just decrease the amount of salt that you're taking in. And, you know, you're not asking us to do major, major changes real quick. It's on a gradual basis, and what I was impressed with is what you were talking about, how just small changes can decrease your blood pressure, which is what everybody needs, small changes in blood pressure, and, and you know, just taking off 10 pounds will help. So, yeah, so, no, it was, it was excellent. All right. That ends our show, and I guess you have wrapped it up for us. You going to add more tips to that, or or is that is that you? No, I mean, I, I think those, those are the tips that make small incremental changes in your lifestyle. You know, you have to 
do things that we've talked about on this show, make do have things that have realistic expectations. And we know that you're not going to, you know, lose 50, 25 pounds in two weeks, but it's those small things, exercise, diet, and, and look at it as a lifestyle as opposed to anything else. And those are the ways I think that would be most beneficial for everybody. That's just my opinion. And from what I've gleaned from your wonderful talk today, all right. And so, yeah, it's the step-by-step, step, right? So little changes yep. and doing it consistently. Exactly. Will and change up. So that especially with exercise, I think what happens is we get bored. Uh-huh. We'll stop. So you have to change up your exercise. You know, do something different every other day or every week or something because you do tend to get bored. Yes, you do something. And here's the deal. For all of you healthcare providers out there, make sure, make sure that you recommend. Even when you talk, you talk about, I, I be disappointed sometimes when we be talking to the healthcare providers and doctors and physicians out there. And, you know, they talk about heart health, but on your panel, you need to have either a nutrition educator or dietitian or nutritionist or an exercise physiologist, because all of that, that's lifestyle things, right? Right. All of that plays right. into heart health, even with the latest medical discoveries as well, right? Exactly. All right. And, yes, that ends our show. And as always, for more information, go to our website, vickidofitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, Tweet us, email us, go on Facebook, and share with us your thoughts. Make sure you become an It's All About Health and Fitness premium member. Go to vikidofitness.com forward slash join and register for a $6 monthly subscription. As a premium member, you will have exclusive access to our archive of more than 100 past premium podcast shows, free subscription to our monthly newsletter, and much, much more. But most of all, you will receive exclusive subscriber premium member only episodes of our From the Desk of Vicky Doe. In these episodes, I will focus on special health fitness topics and answer your most common health fitness questions. So go right now. Go to vikidofitness.com forward slash join and become and it's all about health and fitness premium member by subscribing to our premium membership you are supporting vikido fitness which allows us to continue to produce valuable content including new podcasts and as always thank you thank you thank you for your support keep listening sharing, and checking us out. You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicki Doe is owner of Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com.